Thank you for listening to the Made with Love experiment. My name is Nicole Snow, and I'm the founder and CEO of Darn Good Yarn. This podcast is a look into the lives of makers, women, and entrepreneurs as we dissect what it is that helps us curate life on our own terms. Creativity is not just for some crafting supplies and a pattern. I believe creativity can fuel you to live your best life. And yes, it's all an experiment. Join me as we dive into the world of these special individuals, and my hope is that you take some morsels of encouragement and empowerment so you can go and create your best life. Hey, everyone. It's Nicole Snow. I'm the founder and CEO of Darn Good Yarn, and this is the Made with Love Experiment. And this is a show all about figuring out what it means to have it all if you're a creator or maker, um, which has just been a really exciting um, journey for me to see what the rest of the entrepreneurs and makers that are associated with Darn Good Yarn really do to make their lives their own and have it be their own creative um, creative expression. So on today's show, I'm actually really excited. Um, I have Cassandra with me from Brizzen Knits. And um, I always, as always in the show notes, we're going to put websites in. But if you want a burst of like crazy beautiful color and mixes of textures and really stunning photography this is the website and instagram you need to follow so um cassandra welcome to the show hello thank you so much that was such a nice intro <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like sometimes when i do intros you know who knows what's going to happen um i'm definitely not trained in this. i'm trained in like driving a desk and i think it's always the world of podcasts is weird because anyone could be a podcaster right <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've had my own YouTube channel for a while, too, and figuring out the words is the hardest part. <laughs> it is. You take, like, those takes. It's like I have so many takes of YouTube, and it's like me just going, oh, shit, oh, God, and then, like, it's just <laughs> you, know, you just stop it every single time. <laughs> yes. So I would love it if you could just tell everyone, anyone who's not familiar with your brand, like, who you are, what you're doing, um, and let's start from there. Okay, so the basics of it are I am a knitwear designer and I also teach knitting classes. Um, I kind of call myself a technique junkie. Every time I learn or hear about a new technique, that's like my favorite thing is I wanna dive in and figure it out. And then as soon as I figure it out, I wanna teach it and then move on to the next one. <laughs> so that's, cool. um, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And I have a fine art background. Um, so I kind of put that into each of my designs as well with the, like you said, photography and color and texture and everything like that. Okay. So on this show, you can't just say, I have a fine art background and then move on to the next sentence. You know, I have to ask you, what is, tell us a little bit about your, um, your fiber. Um, well, just your, your fine art background. Yeah. So um, it, as soon as I, had a choice. Um, art was always my go-to, my favorite class in, in middle school and high school and all of that. I was in all of the art shows. Um, I was in 4-H, but as like I did crochet and sewing and drawing and painting, not the animal stuff, <laughs> not stuff with the animals. Um, so I've always just been really interested in art and my mom was very um, uh, encouraging of that with me. So by the time I was in 11th grade in high school, um, she got me dual enrolled in college. So I was taking college classes half the time and going to high school half the time. And uh, I started out with mostly art classes and like English and poetry, things like that, that were also creative. Um, and so by the time I graduated high school, I already had like a part of a degree in fine art. Um, and then from there, I just continued on. I've kind of dabbled in 
every medium. My favorites were always painting and drawing. Um, I love watercolor painting because of the speed of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm the same way with my knitting is I like to collect my palette, my colors, um, and then sort of quickly get an idea of how I want the piece to turn out. But then I just dive in and see what happens and let the process sort of lead me. Mm -hmm. So um, it really, all of my fine art background in school, um, even though most of it was not textile, I did take some textile classes as well, but most of it was painting and drawing and sculpting, things like that, and photography. Um, they still somehow combine with what I'm doing now um, to make sense for me. Yeah, it really it really shows through. I mean, like even just like scrolling through your Instagram and your website, it, there's a real interdisciplinary approach to what you're doing. Like when you say like, yeah, I, I did study photography. It's like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense because your photos are totally kick-ass. Like in terms of like how they're like the, how they're um, just put together, like the layout and how you're using lighting and the composition. That's the word I'm looking for. But the composition of the photos is um is really every single one is absolutely stunning. Um, where do you get like your palette inspiration from? Because you know, I I sometimes I, I see I get to I'm in a lucky position where I am because I get to you know interact with a lot of makers and artists along the way, um, and you'll see like there's sort of a trend I think especially now, and I think it's you know maybe the magnolia fixer upper thing like that home steady look where it's and to me it's kind yeah. of a little boring where it's like okay this is like another this is like the homestead graphite gray in a distressed you know whatever right and like for me yes. I'm like oh my god it's so boring like I'm sorry I'm probably gonna lose a lot of like a lot of followers now but like I just think it's so <laughs> boring I I'm like okay, I get it. I get it's neutral. I get you can like resell your house or whatever. But like, to me, I'm like, I want to die. Like, that's just not so yeah. And then I see what you're doing here. And it's like, okay, like you're using color. You're not afraid to use color. Um, talk to me a little bit about where you're getting that palette inspiration and really almost that courage in a world where it's like everyone's sort of gone to this neutral place. Because I know that when people come to Darn Good Yarn, they're sort of like, oh, you're a little bit out there. You're like, yeah, come on, come play in our rainbows. <laughs> yeah, so I am on the same page with you there. Um, I am not a neutral person. I love a good black and white graphic stripe or detail, you know, things like that. But when it comes to it, like I've actually, I've tried in the past and you can probably scroll through my Instagram feed and see when I've, I've sort of tried to experiment with that, um, you know, one palette, one subtle, like, sort of faded or muted thing going on. And mm -hmm. it's just not me. Um, I had read, you know, I'm always researching what's the best way to, you know, go about the work that I'm in. And, you know, I read all these articles about, like, desaturated tones and faded palettes. And that's what <laughs> appeals to a wider audience. And I'm like, no, I like deep, rich colors. I like you know, a solid black. I don't want everything faded out. Um, so I think what's happened is over time, I've just stopped fighting against my own natural instinct. Mm. Um, and so it's funny because I can tell um, the less that I think about it, the more that I just go with like, oh, I like this shot and I like how this is framed up and I like these colors together, um, the more cohesive it gets for me. Um, I even just the other day, I just showed my husband like the top nine squares on my Instagram and was like, look at these colors, how they all 
happened to go together and none of them are the same. Like they were, none of the pictures were of the same thing. They were all different little aspects of my life. And somehow the color palette still just worked together because it was just me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I believe me. I, I completely know. Like I re I remember doing the, my own yarn thing. Right. And saying like, okay, we've been like crazy, crazy colors for forever. And you still get people saying like, Hey, can we just get like a brown tweed? And I'm like, okay, I'll just, <laughs> I'll do it this one time and it like it, it it just it would sit there and then I'd have to look at this brown tweed in my basement because I mean that's what how I started the business in my in well it was a guest bedroom and then it moved down into my basement and I'm like oh my god I feel like my soul's a little dead right now and then when yeah. I went going to the colors that I'm really naturally drawn to um it's the, it was a really similar thing like I I go out into our warehouse now and I'm like yep it's all darn good yarn like it's it's all different, but it's all like part of that same funky ass rainbow we have. Yes, yes. Like it, it doesn't matter that it's all different. It somehow still goes because that is the overall aesthetic. And I love that your hair has gone for the adventure as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's another <laughs> thing. Um, and, you know, I talk about my husband a lot, but he's the best. And we hang out, you know, obviously every single day. Um, but <laughs> he put together a collage the other day of all of my hair colors and it literally ran the rainbow <laughs> it was so funny just to see over like the past maybe even just four or five years that i've had every color of the rainbow that's that's so i i love that so much <laughs> well and actually i have um i'm working on piecing together a youtube video right now um going through the process of how i i bleach and color my hair and i'm about to go orange and I'm actually kind of I un unplanned ended up kind of picking some colors to mix together to make the Pantone color of the year so like that living coral um uh, is going to be the main color in my hair next I'm going to have some like yellows and oranges too but like that's going to be <laughs> the main color oh my god I am like so jelly well now I can like I, I just stopped breastfeeding um Anna my daughter a couple of weeks ago so now I'm like okay let's get this like dying thing back on back on track so yeah. I might be, I'm gonna be watching your videos I'd love I, I think like some people are would be really interested some of our listeners would really be interested in like hearing a little bit more about your YouTube channel like what are you doing there and what are you focusing on because it sounds like you're talking like maybe doing some hair dyeing but I have a feeling that there's a lot of crafting that's involved with that too. Yeah. So I've actually, um, I haven't put a whole lot of time into my YouTube channel and that is something I'm going to be changing this year a little bit more. Um, Instagram is awesome and it's still my favorite like social media platform to use just because of the immediacy of everything. Um, mm -hmm. With YouTube, I'm going to take my time a little bit more on um, putting these videos together um, and one of the things I'm going to be introducing this year is um, a sort of get ready with me style video where I will walk through the process of preparing for a photo shoot for one of my patterns. Um, because I also um, really love makeup. So makeup and hair, um, it all ties together for me and like thrift shopping. I love finding a good deal in the thrift store. So whenever I put together a pattern, um, I have some dear friends of mine here locally that are professional photographers. And so we will set up a photo shoot, pick the location and have it all tied together. What 
my message of the pattern is. So, um, like a lot of my patterns have some sort of meaning or story behind them. Um, so we will pull those details out of the pattern and then I will go thrift shopping and find a, you know, outfit to go with it and accessories. And then I'll sit down and do a specific style of makeup, style my hair, and then go out and do the photo shoots. So that's going to be one of the things that I'm going to add to my YouTube channel this year. I'm really excited about because it gets, um, it gives me an opportunity to blend even more of my real immediate passions all in one place. That sounds so well thought out and it sounds so awesome. Like I, I know that you're going to have such an, like an explosion and you're following with that because uh, we're actually, it's funny, we're working on a, a project here that's been under wraps for a while, but it's, it is a, like a style guide, but it's more, it's a paper version, almost of what you're talking about of how to actually express yourself cre creatively, like with using your, like using your wardrobe. And um, it's, there's just so much commercial crap out there. And like, here I and I it always astounds me right like I don't know if you've ever been to like a stitches or like a vogue knitting or something like that where you have like all these women and they've made these beautiful things and then like you know damn well that they're not wearing that at home like if they made a beautiful shawl or something like that like I only at these events do you see women showing off because they're with like-minded people and I just really think like there's a styling um roadblock you know what I mean like how yeah. do I actually into my everyday life um because I don't know about you like I I I you know I, I'm friends with a lot of knitters and things like this and I'm just no one wears their stuff or do you find that yeah absolutely and I've even found that with myself when I've um tried to design something because I felt like there was a need for it in the in a design community but maybe I wasn't super um excited or attached to it um, I don't wear it. When I design, I and like I said, this kind of ties into I'm, I've stopped fighting against my own instincts as much as I used to. Um, and I'm really just trying to um, just follow like what I feel internally feels right. And uh, part of that is when I design, um, I think about what am I going to wear this with first? And I will already have a look in mind for whatever piece I'm doing before I've even started knitting um, because I want to use it. I want to incorporate it into my wardrobe. I don't want it to just sit and be wasted. Right. Exactly. I mean, after all that, all that love, I, you know, I love that because you've, you've sort of alluded to this a couple of times, but stop fighting your instincts. So this is, um, I think this is a really great transition because you also, um, you know, post photos of your children, your husband. Um, and I, I know that, you know, personally, I, I love hearing about this, but I know our listeners would love to hear, like, what do you kind of have going on behind the scenes? Like, what's behind the website in the Insta and, and all the social media? Like, what's, how are you make, having it all in, uh, in that medium of life? Yeah, um, so for me, uh, biggest, most important thing, obviously, is my family. First, I have two daughters, um, Viviana, who is eight, and Juniper, who is five. And they both are in school for the first time full-time this year. So um, that's been kind of a new thing for me, having my days open. Like I, uh, I mentioned to you before we record, were recording that I've been a stay-at-home mom ever since I had uh, my first daughter. Mm -hmm. So rather than jumping back into, you know, a part-time or full-time job out in the world, 
I've had the opportunity um, to just stay home and focus more on my creative um, endeavors, which is amazing. Um, so I've got that. I've got my days open now to actually work on projects. And this year I've brought on one of my best friends, Laramie, um, to be my administrator, which frees even more for me because it's all those little details and minute things that I I just don't like doing that she's really good at. Um, mm -hmm. And she's the knitter, so she understands my language. Um, so that's another really exciting thing that's happening this year, um, sort of behind the scenes. And that's, that is just, um, that is so awesome. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like, I, I find so many women, they're just like, I'm just going to, I could do it all. I'm going to juggle it all. And you're like, but this is what I'm really good at. Like, that's the sign of a great business owner right there is like, this is what I'm really, really good at. And yeah, I can do these other things, but I need to find someone that can actually do them even better than me. And it just, you know, it, it propels everything that you're doing to grow your brand. Yeah, totally. I don't want to be spread so thin. Um, and that's another thing I had jotted down some notes here. Um, one of the things that I um, really stress in my life is not burning out. I have, um, if you've ever seen any of my posts about mental health, um, I have bipolar disorder. Um, and so prioritizing mental health is really important to me. And if I get too stressed out, anxious, or behind on deadlines and things like that, I will not be healthy. And um, I would much rather share my successes with a, with a partner. Like I said, my friend Laramie is going to be my, is my administrator now. I'm still not used to having <laughs> basically <laughs> what, what amounts to an employee, but um, yeah. You know, um, so I would much rather share in my successes with her and have a little less for me than to be so spread thin trying to do it all myself. Um, it just makes more sense to me. And then we both benefit. Yeah. And then it keeps the quality of your your product and, and even your brand. I mean, because it's one and the same at this point. Um, it keeps at a very high level. I, and I think that's. You're really wise. And, it, you know, what you're saying, there's been so many commonalities with what you're saying with what past guests have said as well, where um, and this is this is what kind of excites me because it's like, OK, now we're, I'm starting to hear common threads between people where they're saying, you know, yeah, society, there's sort of this push to just do it all and like play almost this like role that winds up. It can really break down the creative process and really putting out into the world what makes you unique and awesome as an artist and a maker and even as an individual like if you kind of try to push it too hard all of that can get destroyed because it is such a delicate balance yes and there is something to be said for not having to jump from my creative mindset to my administrative mindset as often mm -hmm. um because when you kind of jolt out of that frame of mind you lose a little bit of it each time and it takes longer to get back into the creativity um oh. at least for me that's how it works so being able to know that i can just put my notes down the way that i normally would you know i'm trying to write a little clearer and <laughs> make sure that i don't miss any of the details anymore but i can then just hand those notes off and and know that laramie can get it into the computer for me you know things like that where 
I'm not also thinking, okay, once I've done this, now I need to type it up. Now I need to do that and this and that. And there's so many little details that take my mind away from what I'm actually good at. <laughs> yeah. You'll find Asana has a really great app and it really works well for small teams like that. Like just to send people other tasks to do. So you're not even dealing with paper and you just dictate right into the phone. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool. So like in terms of like, you know, so we talk like we're talking about like mental health here. Um, and like, are you doing anything on the physical side of things or, um, or like even like the spiritual side of things? Like, how are you keeping all of those engines revved up as well? Yes, absolutely. So, um, mental health being a big priority for me, just because I've seen the damage that unchecked um, bipolar disorder can do to a family. My dad had the more severe version of that when I was growing up and um, it was, devastating to our family. So I, of course, have taken that and vowed to not allow that same sort of um, path in my family. So I take my mental health very seriously. I take my medication every day. No shame, no stigma. That is number one important. If I'm not healthy mentally, I can't do any of the other things I need to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then spiritually, uh, yes, my husband and I are both um, Christian. And I know sometimes people cringe when they hear that because of all of the stigma associated with um, Christianity just over time. But for us, we are a very sort of liberal minded. Um, we live in a very liberal community. And Christianity is much more about our actual relationship to God and like, um, how that plays out day to day and in our worldview less of a dogmatic sort of, uh, I don't know how to say it, <laughs> but I think most people yeah, understand. Yeah, no, it makes sense. That? It, like a fire, like more like, I think, you know, people think like maybe more fire and brims are like, you really have to follow the book. It sounds like you're saying it's, it, it's, it's really just a more integrated, like daily part of your life versus sort of checking. Yes, the box. It's the framework. It's the, it's the worldview that we live our life from. Um, and it helps that we're both on the same page there as well. Um, and with raising our children and everything, physical health, that's one of those things that I am always struggling with. And maybe one year it will click or one day it will click with me. Um, I have never been much of a physical athletic sort of person. I love yoga. That's kind of my go-to gentle, you know, mindful. <laughs> I hear you. I've been I've been doing some like really, I don't want to say crazy, but they're not like typical crafts. Like um, I've been doing like tapestries and Rhea rug making. And these are all things like, at least with knitting, you could at least even walk in it. Like these are things that like you're kind of yes. pegged down into a seat. And I'm just like, okay, do I do this? And then have my glass of wine or do I go work out? <laughs> and it's like, right. It's such a, I get it. Cause it's such a hard balance between the two. Like, oh man, I know I should definitely go for a run or something, but I really want to work on my. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like I said, it's one of those things that's always in the back of my mind. Like one of these days I'm going to get that figured out. <laughs> yeah. I do eat really pretty healthy and cook pretty healthy and things like that. Um, and, and try to balance, you know, so do That's you think the key is. 
I'm asking because I, I have a daughter who's who's two and um, we do like a little bit of the Montessori thing and I love doing I love doing craft time with her. Um, I'll just I'll tell you like a little story. We were doing like some painting and um, it was like those little washable paints. So you have like a couple of different canisters of paint and she just started like dipping the paintbrush into every single color and like the type Amy was like, oh my God. And I'm like, okay, let her sort of do that. <laughs> and she started like just really creating like this awesomeness going on. I was like, and I was, I was having like such a mom moment and, um, and, but I'm interested to hear like, what are you doing with your girls to, to craft uh, with them right now and sort of spark that same kind of creativity um, in their lives? Yeah. Um, so my girls are both incredibly headstrong um, and they know what they like and what they don't like. Um, so they've both shown an interest in knitting and, you know, I can show them yarn and colors and textures and things and they can go, oh yeah, that's pretty or no, I don't like that. Um, but as far as actually sitting down to knit with me, um, it's only happened a handful of times and then they lose interest. But what I do with them is find the things that they are interested in and just let them pour that out with me. So they both love to draw. Um, and so they can sit with their drawing pads and colored pencils and pens for, you know, hours at a time and come up with these beautiful drawings and then want to talk about them with me or ask, you know, how do I draw this or how do I do that? So. Um, in that sense, that's one of the things that we like to do together is drawing. Um, but also, like my older daughter is more into gaming. So for her, video games and letting her just talk about those things with me. And then my younger daughter shares my love of makeup. So she'll sit and, you know, play with glitter and eyeshadow and lipstick and, and we can talk about that together. So really, it's more about just finding the things that they like mm -hmm. and letting them sort of share that with me rather than taking in things that I like and kind of pushing it on them, if that makes sense. No, oh, it makes tons of sense. It's great parenting advice. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're like, you're, I could just tell like the way you, you, everything is so like well thought out and it, um, I, I, I could really tell that you, there's just so much intention in how you're doing things. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's really, it's just beautifully thought out the way like you're executing in so many areas of your life. It's, it's cool. And it's refreshing to hear. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Don't get I, me wrong. We have our crazy moments. <laughs> who, who doesn't, who doesn't, but I think, you know, yeah. I think like, yeah, we all do. And it's like, and I, even like with the, the mental, um, like the mental health side of things. I, I don't think, you know, I don't want to be like all like PRE because it's like, this is what's trending, but we don't talk about it enough, especially as women. And like, there's just so many stupid stigmas around it. And it's like, you know what? Like we all have our stuff. Like I, I suffer from gnarly depression at times. And I know, like I sit at my desk and I'm like, oh my God, like I need to just go stick my head in a pool somewhere um, and, and find those little escapes. It's funny, actually, I was looking to go into a, um, an isolation chamber, you know, like where you, they kind of float you in yeah. water. And then I was like, oh, you know, instead of paying for that, maybe I'll go take a scuba diving lesson. And then I realized that I did it and it was awesome. And I'm like, oh my God, like if I'm underwater, no one can talk to me. Like I can just hear, hear myself breathe. And I'm like, this is a really expensive way to do meditation. But yeah. <laughs> so I, no, I, I totally get that. And actually, that would make more sense to me, too, because a lot of um, when I'm in a sort of depressed state with the bipolar disorder, 
being in my head too much is just terrible for me. Like I need to be out and have people talking to me or interacting or looking at art or things that are beautiful. So like you said, scuba diving, that would be like, perfect. Go do something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's really crazy. Like it, it's been a cool effect, but I totally see what you're, you know, what you're talking about. I think, it, you know, this is, like I said, that thread where people are saying, okay, I need to slow down to be the person who I am, you know, and it's, and yeah. knowing and having enough courage to put the brakes on because it's friggin' scary because it's like, you, you know, I think we all look at Instagram. We look at some people have like gajillions of followers. And you're like, Oh my God, I just have to keep up. And yeah, you know, you're, you, you were even saying like, even with the color choices and you're going like, okay, this wasn't, this isn't my thing. Um, yeah. And going, okay. Like, focus, come back to center. And I think that's a, it's a really valuable lesson for all of us. Um, yeah, I would much rather have a very slow, steady growth toward my goals than have the sort of overnight success that's going to burn me out. Um, I, you know, sometimes get frustrated with how slow it can feel. Um, like even for my Instagram, I think I'm around like 15,000 followers or something that didn't happen overnight. It has been very slow, gradual. There have been ups and downs and all of in between. And, um, and sometimes it's frustrating, but then I, if I really think about it, I'm like, but this is so much more manageable to be able to grow with my growth. If that makes sense. Like I'm having the chance to actually learn and grow as I go along rather than being thrust into something that I am not prepared to handle yet. Yeah. I, I, I can just tell you like the big sister side of me is like, that is, I mean, that's what we've done at darn good yarn is, um, you know, like I, I own hundred percent of the company and it's not like it hasn't been shark tank style where I've gotten outside investors or anything like that. It's been mm -hmm. like okay, one step in front of the other. And that has been the exact right amount of training for whatever new obstacle is going to be in front of us. So I'm yes. totally on that team there. I love it. Um, I would yeah. love to wrap this up. Um, this is, this has been really fun. And I, and I hope maybe we can do this again. Cause I, I really enjoyed this conversation. A half hour goes by so quickly. I feel, <laughs> um, I swear, I swear I can look at your Instagram all day. It is just so much oh, fun. Um, and so like, much. That really is really <laughs> awesome to hear. <laughs> so cool. And I love, I love seeing your babies too. Like I, I never used to be a kid person. Now I'm like, oh, your daughter's so cute. Like I've now completely converted. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, I yes. wish I wasn't so old when I had my first one. Cause now I'm, you know, I wish I had it younger so I could have more, but who would have thought Nicole would yeah. ever say that? If anyone knew me personally, they're probably laughing. But anyway, but I love to always wrap <laughs> every every single show um, with with this one question. What's the best advice you've ever been given, um, either professionally or personally or both? Okay, so this is definitely a very personal piece of advice. Um, and I had thought about this beforehand. Um, it was something my therapist said to me, actually, is that you are not for everyone and that's okay um because i've always like i said fought against my own instincts felt you had that imposter syndrome feeling like you know if they find out who i really am like maybe they won't like me or maybe i'll be too much for some people um and she just broke it down and was like no you might be too much for some people but that's okay and yeah i think i think about that all the time like I am me. I am my own unique uh, expression 
in the world and that won't necessarily be for everybody, but that's okay. That's so, so super. I just, I love that. I love ending on that note. I think that's great. Um, and you know, for, for all of our listeners there, like, please take a moment, go, go check out everything that's going on. Like between both of your sites, um, gosh, well, I'm just, I'm looking at Instagram and your website as well, which is, um, uh, risenits.com. Um, well, well, like I said, we'll put it all in the show notes, but it's just, that's such a great way to end all this. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add uh, to tell our listeners, like anything up and coming that uh, we should maybe know about? Um, no, just if you follow along, I'm always posting current updates on my Instagram and my website. So, um, yeah, and nothing in particular. In, yeah, and if you're up in the Michigan area, if you do go to uh, uh, .com, um you have your classes, your upcoming classes that you're teaching as well. Yes. Yep. Always teaching. Yeah. Over in Ann Arbor, Michigan, which mm -hmm. is cool. Ann all Arbor. Right. I teach at a different, different yarn shops all around the area. So, um, yep. That's great. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, this is a ton of fun. Thank you so much. And we will talk Thank to you. Thank you.